Welcome to Out and Out Vibes Podcast with Nancy Tercian. Gina Mastro. Hi, everyone. Hey, so we're here. We're getting near the holidays. So we're going to talk about what today, Gina? Well, we're going to talk about the psychic connection between friends and what that actually is. Okay, great. Well, you know, a lot of times, let's first talk about the definition about friendship. So for me, friendship is valued companion, someone whose empathy, support, offers support no matter what, and discovers how different each of you are and you celebrate that within your friendship. What is your definition of friendship, Gina? I agree with a lot of the things you say. I think friendship is accepting a person whether they have the same um let's see maybe the same um qualities as you or different qualities whether you have the same likes or dislikes it's really about combining your things with their things mm-hmm. and you know friendship is one of the purest ways even like you were saying if you're compatible or not compatible but it helps you um, build those relationships and you find out who your suitable, who your friend, your friend is most suitable for you from trying different friendships. Because you don't always start with the first one and some friends leave and some friends come back and friendship sometimes goes beyond just the spiritual realm, how you were saying the psychic realm. Um, right. So with friendships, do you think many different cultures do different things differently around the world with friendships? Definitely. Because I know like in Asia, women walk around arm in arm or even holding hands with their best friend. Where here, it would be looked at as odd. Mm-hmm. That's true. And, you know... um, a lot of times, you know, they, that holding hand in hand, you're right. When you're in Chinatown, because my daughter is adopted, we, I go to Chinatown a lot. You do see a lot of the Asian Asians holding each other, you know, walking down and giggling. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Right. They're just having fun and enjoying. Yeah. It's just a platonic friendship. So now, so let's talk about. You know, there's always something, the psychic ties that build up friendship. So what do you think is one of the psychic ties that helps friends stay close? Um, I think it, that a psychic tie for me would be something that links you together, like through your minds or through your hearts, um, rather than just in your physical presence. It's some connection that you both have you might not know what it is until you develop your friendship yeah and a lot of psychic ties is a little I I wouldn't say but let's just say magical in the sense that a relationship with that partner because that friendship is a partner as a friend and you know from the way you first meet them you tune into them And then you get that psychic bond between you and that friend. And 
you know, there's many different possibilities to get that closeness with that friend. Um, similar backgrounds that we talked about share the same interests. You know, according to some beliefs, you know, sometimes it could be a previous life. Um, sometimes, you know, people who are, who are into numerology, sometimes, you know, numbers bring you together. I never knew if you knew that, Gina, but some people... Actually, I had no idea mm -hmm. about the numbers. I knew about the past life connection and how um, you may not realize why you're attracted to being friends with a person and that it comes from a past life. But numerology, what is that have to do with bringing you together as a friend well what happens is if you guys are a same number like nine is spiritual so if i'm a nine and let's say you're a nine we have similar numerology so we are connected spiritually so a lot of times when we're harmonious and you're the same number a lot of times that those same numbers hang out together and you might not even know that you're the same number as someone. Hmm. That's interesting. Really so, interesting. Sometimes I you, never heard that. You could use a, a tool such as a Zener card. Um, you and your friends could even find out if you share um telepathic bond. Zener cards have like squiggles or lines on it. Um, you might have other connections which you don't even know about. Like in other words, if you're thinking of a lot, let's say I say, okay, Gina. Think of a square or a circle, and then you think of a square, and I say, square. And then you, you know, you do that so many times, like maybe 10 times. What if I get them all the same thing you're thinking, either a square or a circle? It's a 50% 50, 50 probability, but out of 10 times, am I really going to get a square or a circle when you think of it? So some people have telepathic bonds, too. So what is a telepathic bond? Telepathic is if you think it, I can pick it up. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, and some other things, like with some people also, you probably heard this, if you think of something without words and it's thought telepathic, you're thinking of it, uh, what happens is um, it's kind of like you share the information together all by thought. So in other words, you, do you ever have, have you ever had that time when you, someone else finished your sentence? Yes. Okay. And I was also thinking that, um, do, is it the same as when you're having a discussion and you both say something at the same time and it's the same idea? Yes. Exactly. Okay. So that is similar. So it's interesting, you know, that, there are different ways when you have psychic bonds that you don't even think about. So, and it's funny because with, you know, the modern age nowadays, with the internet, that helps you keep in touch with friends who aren't like right next door to you. Yes. Um, the internet really helps you to maintain friendships, even if they're in another country. Say you developed a friendship with someone who was here for a short time. It's so easy to keep in touch now with the internet and FaceTime. And um, it, it makes it as if they're still here with you. Yeah, but a part of that with technology 
is that you're not intimate anymore like you used to be in olden times, like when you used to write notes to people. Now it's all email and virtual, that's all good, but you just don't have that um, intimate involvement anymore at times. So it's a two-way street, you know, with technology. What do you think? So when I was um, younger, Mm -hmm. I wrote letters back and forth to friends, to cousins, and it was the most enjoyable thing. I loved getting a letter and reading it. And you would really pour out your emotions in those letters and tell them everything you're doing. But I think if you have a really great bond with a friend, you can still do that today in conversation if you absolutely trust them with all your thoughts and are able to express things and interact. I think you can really do the same thing. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I think so. You know, you definitely can. It's just, you know, it's a catch-22. You don't want to always text someone and have a relationship through text. You need that physical um, connection also, I think. I think it's it's a balance between both worlds. Yeah, well, I wasn't thinking of texting someone. I was thinking like having a real conversation with someone because that's where you get the deep connection when you're actually talking about something important. Yeah, and we were talking about the psychic bonds. You know, most people are sensitive to, you know, moods of others that you become close friends with. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, your bond becomes stronger either through extrasensory perception or ESP. Um, Have you had a friend, Gina, that you've become close with and sometimes have you felt anything or or experienced any sensation? Well, do you mean like when you um, you just know they're having a bad day Mm -hmm. or like you can sometimes... You can look at someone and know they're having a bad day without them saying a word to you, without them even looking at you. Um, You could just feel it. And um, sometimes I think that um, with you, Nancy, (laughs) I think that we know when each other is going through something even before we've picked up the phone to talk. I agree. You know, because we've been hanging out so long. Um, you know, like if we're in a crisis or high emotion, I call it, um, you know, because our bond has become so strong, you'll pick it up and then you'll be like, oh, or I'll pick it up, you know, either or I agree with that. Um, and sometimes with me, I get premonitions about what's going on with a person, you know, right away, how, like when you feel me, but I see them or I get premonition of the future of something that's going to happen. So then I call the person. And, yeah. you know, it's funny because, like, sometimes I'll call a person and they're like, you already know, don't you? And I'm like, <laughs> I do. Are you okay? So, <laughs> but you have to trust those instincts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually have those. I... If I dream about something that maybe they're sick or they're having a baby, I always call that person and I find out, yes, exactly, they have been sick or something's going on in their life and it was in my dream the night before. Right. 
And you know what? It Once you learn to trust those instincts and open your mind to the hunches, you can benefit all sort of ways because you're opening yourself to one another. And you can build that psychic link by reinforcing that friendship because you can understand that person more and that person can understand you more. Right. Yeah. You know, um, I've had a lot of questions when they say, like how I was saying, you can guess like a square or a circle. And, you know, if you have a friend to see if you have that telepathic bond. But you could also use playing cards, you know, have your best friend shuffle and then ask them to pick a card and you can first go by black and red, you know, because cards uh-huh. are colors. The black and red are the best ones to do first. Then if, sure. if you get more intense with that, then you could do the suits and uh-huh. then the numbers because that yeah. way, the more you turn it on and you draw things from that person you actually build that union with them. So you're making the bond um, stronger. Exactly. Through the psychic element of it. Correct. Yep. That's really interesting. Yeah. And, you know, never second guess, you know, any unconventional bond strange sensations if you think eyes are playing tricks on you if you have a hunch and you're friends with this person don't don't second guess that call that person and see what's up with that person yeah i totally agree with that now remember gina you were like oh numerology you know like how how i don't know about how does that play in (laughs) right right well i wanted to tell you like um so numerology can reveal more about you and that person related perhaps um, first through thought. So numerology has like personality traits, desires, and destiny. So usually numerology uses one to nine, okay? And each number reflects a person's strengths and weaknesses. So let's do yours, Gina. Okay. Okay. So, Gina is G. So, do you have a pen and paper, Gina? Yes, I do. Okay. So, let's do yours and let's do mine. So, Gina would be a seven. Okay. I would be a nine. N would be five. Okay. And A is a one. So, add that together. And what do you get? 22. So 2 plus 2 is what? 4. So you are practical and straightforward. You achieve your goals through a mixture of caution, dedication, stubbornness, and practicality. Absolutely. That's absolutely me. Everything has to be practical. Okay. So let's do mine. So I'm Nancy. So N, so I'll... I'll read it off and you add and then I'll see what I am. So I'm a five. A then one. a one. Mm-hmm. And then a five again. Five. Three. Three. And then a seven. Seven. So 21. So that's a three. Charming and happy, energetic and creative. 
you are ambitious and work realistic to achieve your goals. I would think that's me. Yeah. And then you can even add your your whole name if you want. So so let's do this. So I so what were you? I was a four. Okay, so you're a four. And what was I? A three. Okay, so as a as a friend, we encourage encourage your friend to pursue their ambitions and dreams. So that's what we do for one another. And I think that's totally true. We absolutely do that for each other. Mm-hmm. Because we support each other's dreams and help each other um, develop them. Mm-hmm. So, and that's just from numerology from the first name. So, wow. So if people are interested in that, you could look up numerology, uh, calculating your numbers by using first name or last name. And you can actually do that and find that on the web. So That's great. Yeah, but I just thought I'd show you how, you know, that plays into us. Right. That's really uh, something I never would have thought about. And um, it just reconfirms to me that, yeah, we're doing the right thing by being friends. Exactly. And (laughs) didn't you say that when you had a pen pal and you used to, didn't you say you had a pen pal? Yeah, I had lots of them growing up. I loved writing letters and getting letters from people. How the intimacy between the letters when you wrote and the ties that you wrote corresponding back and forth, um, did you feel that helped you build friendships and learn learn information from your pen pal a lot? Absolutely. And what's so nice is that you can keep those letters and read them again, and then you're like, oh, my gosh, I remember that time in my life. So if anybody's interested in actually pen pals, you should go on the web and look up pen pal search so that way you could try that old writing of writing letters and building a friendship that way internationally would be cool that would be really fun yeah and that's like old-fashioned mm-hmm. okay well enough of friends let's go on to our discussion from our listener tonight we have a question we do and actually i'm going to be the reader and you're going to be the answer and then i'll answer how's that sound that was great to me. Okay. So Daisy has a question. After many years of going college part-time, she's squeezed in between working and being a mom. She is at the age of 46. She finally earned her bachelor's degree. Now, she skipped the traditional graduation activities. She didn't do the commencement exercise but she did get announcements to let her friends and relatives know that she graduated now her husband said that she shouldn't send them out because you're trying to get gifts and he was thinking that's something like someone in the 20s that would do when they first start out their their life but she mailed out her announcements anyway and some people did respond with gifts nothing over expensive Other people brought bottles of wine because she had a party to celebrate her graduation. So her question is, do you think sending out announcements isn't for someone who is a mature graduate? Do you think that was uh, a bad idea on her part? What do you think, Gina? 
I actually think it's a great idea because it's a celebration that she completed something. And for her, it was a milestone. It took her so many years to complete it. And, you know, when we hear about people who get degrees at a later age, it becomes really inspirational for people who thought so long, oh, I really want to do that. I really want to do that. I just never had time. And then they think, oh, yeah, she did it. I'm going to do it too. Mm-hmm. So I think it can be inspirational. And why not celebrate it? Why not let your family know? What do you think? Um, I agree. I think the announcement of your accomplishments when you get a degree is not poor taste at all. Because you know what? It's never too late to celebrate becoming the person you're meant to become. Yeah. And just because it took you a little bit longer to get your degree, unfortunately, not everybody has can study full time. And, you know, you put all that hard work into it and, you know, you want to congratulate on your degree and what you have accomplished because she's a mom. So what great role model for her children and other adults, like you said, Gina, that she accomplished it. Right. And it doesn't matter how old you are. She did it. True. You know, I've heard of people in their 70s going back to school because they wanted to do something that they couldn't do when they were younger. Yeah. It's amazing. Exactly. And, you know, well, I'm a little bit older. I'm a little mature. Um, I actually got my degree in February. So um, I finished my degree. It took me six years part-time, but I did it. And, I mean, you need to celebrate. You need to let people know that you completed what you set out to do. It might take you a while, but you get there. Right. Well, that's it for tonight, Gina. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. And if you have a question for us to answer on our podcast, you can go to nancytercy.com. Or Out and Out Vibes. Or you could go on nancytercy.org. You could do both, .com or org. I own both. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks for everybody listening, and have a good night. Toodles. Bye.